0: Visit buymeacoffee.com slash BlockTalk and keep BlockTalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Let's duet like they used to. The Queens of the North paired up to give a lip sync performance of one of Mother's songs. But who was in sync and who was just a party for one? It's time to talk all things Candidates Drag Race 3. And joining me is a bitch who loves to duet. Zalika Parsons.
1: Oh, there's no one I'd rather duet with on Zoom than you. <laughs> I know. How are you? Oh, you know, keeping busy. burnt out he- as fuck, but who isn't? <laughs>
0: yeah um, and you' you're, you're you're active you're dragging you're, you're you you watch the finale of the drag race all stars.
1: oh god that was you mean <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation yeah what do you think of the finale?
0: Oh I loved it. I mean listeners this is gonna be this is going to be out before the finale recap. oh because you know I have more time with that one you like four episodes but I loved it I enjoyed it the season of this. the last episode yeah it was what it was um anyway i'm still happy about jinx jinx my favorite She's one of my absolute like probably top five uh so i'm happy <laughs> um production y'all gotta figure yourselves out because the, you, you just suck
1: yeah i love jinx i'm happy jinx one i'm you know i'm always a team lovable queer weirdo i love that but girl monet ate that final thing. i just
0: i really think that production needs to do better because now they're making the girls look bad when they're Mm -hmm. talking out and speaking out because it isn't looking good when you're kind of unfortunately discrediting Jinx. Mm -hmm.
1: that's
0: how it is Mm -hmm. but it is what it is we're here to talk about the people up north though we're not here about to talk about the markans we're here for the canadians
1: what we're talking about today yes about it
0: um wow this is a this is an interesting season
1: yeah i i'm really distracted by chaos but like it's a great drag season
0: yeah uh so have you asked chaos out on a date yet
1: um i have vehemently liked every single instagram post they've ever made so i hope that gives them some kind of signal and if they're listening today my phone number is 99 Mm-hmm. oh wait that's well, not gonna work just WhatsApp me it's fine um well uh our
0: our good friend of the podcast tan enough who was my week one recap guest uh is friends with chaos so i'll see if i can connect it
1: like, listen honestly
0: <laughs> i have never found a drag queen you know, on drag race attractive but let me tell you something <laughs> chaos used to do tana's hair so they're, they're connected so. oh small world i know right all right um Let's dive into this episode. Uh, Jada just sent her best friend home, so now it's time to read and wipe Miss Mosu away. Um, I just can't believe Mosu didn't tell Jada to win the crown. Like, guess she's not that supportive of a sister.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like there's something that, that we didn't that she didn't convey on the show where they edited it out because I was just getting weird vibes from like their chemistry the entire time. There's just something they weren't telling us, but it's television, so whatever. Now I'm I'm just gonna say
0: it like. If they were now hosting a brunch together, I don't think I'd go.
1: No, like, honestly, it was really, it was because as someone who works the brunch with a pair who we, oh, now we only, whenever we get asked to do events to, well, as one person, it's usually as a duo. So, like, I get how, like, I get the mindset of working with someone else, but, like, it's just weird. Like, even on days that I'm off or Vixen's, like, mentally off or, like, whatever we're going through, we still know how to work together and cover for each other. So it just, it was, I don't know. Yeah. Dry. Well, it was another Toronto vs. Toronto lip sync.
0: Taking down these sisters one by one. Mm-hmm. Vivian, though, is glad she came from BC alone. Kimmy <laughs> is congratulated on her win because apparently she's a comedian. But uh, now it's time to come back to Earth, darling. Uh, you got very lucky. She should not have won.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree
0: now chaos knows that the competition is competitive which is usually how competitions go
1: that's what a competition is
0: she's very stressed out in this environment you can tell even in confessionals she's like i don't know what i'm doing
1: yeah it's one of those things where like allegedly when you go on reality television because i have a friend or two i've talked to about this that You think you're going in for one thing and just to like have a good time or like to do what you love, but then when you get there, it's a whole nother monster and you're just like, I just want to feed the beast so it's happy. Don't like Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Well, Miss Fiercey, she don't want to be the next Toronto queen to go home. But if you put it into existence, the editors are going to edit into a way that you're gonna be going home soon. Or at least in threat to go home. But it's a new day. And Vivian has been safe two weeks in a row, so she's ready to amp it up. Fierce is feeling really good, even though she was in the bottom. And she says this as she shouts in Jada's ear. She tells them if they think she talks a lot now, wait until she wins a the challenge. They won't hear the end of it. Now, I know you, I know the kind of people you enjoy. I don't think you and Fierce would get along.
1: No, 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 no. Um, I'd be honest, when she first started, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely was like, yes, this bitch was going to annoy me. However, there's a moment in the episode where she kind of warmed up to me this, this episode. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. um, she is a lot. She is a character, but I still would like hang out with her because I feel like if ever there was drama, she would take care of it for me.
1: I would go to a smoke circle with her. Like if it was like a part after and like yeah. people were passing a blunt, I feel like at that moment when the wind down process and it's all over, I think we'd see eye to eye together. Are you allowed to go to afters
0: at the, after the age of 30? Or is that just like, you're done, get out of here, you're too old? I know stuff.
1: someone who is over 30 who actually runs in afters. It's underground, <gasps> so yes. Wow.
0: Wow, there's hope for the old people. There is hope. Wow. Chaos is nervous, and we know she's nervous because she burped. She's a gassy person. If
1: you aren't nervous, are you even doing drag? You Do you in your burp? Face any day? Do you burp when you're nervous and drag? Um, I know burp. I curse a lot. I think you know that. Oh, yes. yes, yes. I curse a lot, a lot. Um, the alarm sounds and Rue's message makes them think
0: they're doing something in pairs. Is it a ruse goal? No, no. We're going to find out soon. But first, Brooklyn arrives and tells them that dating is hard as you dodge red flags. And for this week's mini challenge, they have 20 minutes to get into Daddy Goes on a Date Quick Drag and meet Brooke for an intimate candlelit dinner. She tells them the way to her heart is through tickling her funny bone. Zalika Parsons what's the way to your heart
1: food or no and be chaos food edibles tattoos reassurance Mm -hmm. words of affirmation money all of the above yeah so you hooker a A little bit what's the way to your heart the way to my heart
0: is listening to my podcast and twinks and twinks
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But Twain still to my podcast. Apparently, it's fine.
1: If, there, if there's a Twink listening to this podcast, you can get laid. Yeah, literally, Easy. you can have it.
0: You probably have anything you want. I'll probably end up being your sugar daddy somehow. So hit me up, ladies.
1: Yeah, mm. Well,
0: they're gonna rush off into ja- daddy drag, and fierce needs to douche. That is what she said. Um, do you think she actually douches? She probably did. Um,
1: no. I uh, well, I mean with the jock strap, probably i would hope so you're on national <laughs> international bellism team
0: boom boom reveals that she preferred hookups to dates because she's not wasting her time well child you young and when you get to be my age you need a real connection so no more hookups you need
1: real dates yeah i yeah yeah i'm getting to the point where i'm hooking up literally it's funny because like even my tinder and like pinch bios like say that i don't want to hook up and then every other guy is like Oh baby, if you come over. And I'm like, that takes six months of dating. Good luck. And then they unmatch me. And then that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the new dating show? Only four minutes
0: of love with Brooklyn Heights. Da-na-da-na. Get it? It's a, it's like 24 hours yeah. of love with Banji who's on the scene. Oh my god, I'm really good at this. You're funny. Right. Thank you. Giselle is first and she is decked out in a blue suit and a gray wig with a stash and gold chain. And I think she's supposed to be Guido, but like Montreal edition.
1: Oh, I thought she was just supposed to be like, bro, Brooklyn. I thought she was just like mirroring everything Brooklyn did. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Um, she's gonna take her to the best place in Montreal, eat smoked meat, and share a beer. All of which Brooklyn takes to be called, uh, takes in to be called a place called smoked meat, and they're gonna eat a bear. Hey, more people, more fun.
1: I love eating a bear.
0: I bet you do. <laughs> um. Giselle's so fascinating. I'm I'm so intrigued by the character that she is, because
1: mm-hmm. I can't figure it out. Yeah, I honestly I think it's one of those things where a, a few of the characters for this, especially for this mini challenge, were like a lot of Canadian references or like the Canadian mm-hmm. type of tool mm-hmm, bag. Mm-hmm. So I think that a little bit of some of it went over my head, but I still laughed. She's just a very interesting human because like.
0: At first, she's like I'm not attracted, but then you look at her, and you're like, okay, maybe I'm slightly attracted. And then she like lifts off her shirt and like, oh, you have you got a body. Mm. I am she's not my type, but I'm so intrigued still.
1: Is there someone who isn't a twig that has caught your eye?
0: It's possible. It's very, very, wow. very possible. That being said, <laughs> listen, Queen Kong, if you're listening, you're a <laughs> hot man. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But also Beverly kills down on the I'm coming for you. All right. Chaos is a cowboy, and she starts with, I forgot my horse at home. Can I ride you instead?
1: Yes. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yes. 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 Amazing.
0: What a good line. What's their best quality? Pretty good in the sheets. And he's also wearing a harness.
1: Look at her. The minute I saw the harness, it was like, yep. 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 It's Irma,
0: who is from Dildo. He's going to drink up. Brooklyn says she can't believe he's single, and he's not. Bloop, don't tell the wife. She don't like it when he goes out on dates. You can take the boy out of Dildo, but you can't take the Dildo out of the boy. (laughs) First off, Irma is so weird, but she's very funny. I love
1: Irma.
0: Um, Also, there is a place in Newfoundland called Dildo.
1: Really? It's true. And that's um, why they got away with that joke?
0: Correct. Wow. It is actually a place in Newfoundland. I think you should go see if you can do a
1: show there. I, I'm really good at working with dildos. I did a whole stand-up act about dildos once. I know. You should do it. Bombay is
0: not her daddy. No, no. It's her granddaddy. And he's <laughs> going to give Brooklyn her catheter. And that was vile.
1: I really thought the granddaddy bit was going to be a hysterical, but I don't think she took it far enough.
0: No. And if you're going to do granddaddy, you got to go gray. Like, what, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing? Kimmy arrives as a little daddy, and she's just a Twinkie Daddy who was just so broke and wanted to go on a date and stick in Brooklyn with the bill. You know, those Twinkie Daddies. Mm. Uh, they go to drag shows a lot, don't they? And they don't tip uh, at all.
1: And precisely that. But they will find a way to try and get a free drink. Yes, they will.
0: Now, Boom Boom has a harness and a leather cap and
1: is asked to tell a joke. She's very bad at English. I love Boom Boom. Like, you need to understand. Like, I think you know what my, like, favorite type of drag is. And Boom Boom is not my, like, go-to type of, like, I would not want to watch a drag show. Of, like, if I had never met Boom Boom or never seen the show and someone just showed me their Instagram, I would have been like, eh. But I am obsessed with Boom Boom. I can't explain why. I just think she is so fun, and I would she's definitely be like, the butt. kind of queen I'd want to hang out with.
0: Yeah, Jada arrives, and whatever that look is, boot, uh, it's like tech support realness.
1: <laughs> it was so daddy, but it was like real dad, like yeah. i have a dad.
0: Uh, Fierce, delicious leg day with that full buff top and harness and choker and leather hat, but nothing on the bottom. Yep. What was that look? Also, he's uh, gonna propose with a piece of bread. At least just carve out like a circle in it to make it funny.
1: I mean, I think the whole 15 minutes to get ready in mini drag challenges are to show like your natural skill and natural talent Mm -hmm. in comedic or in whatever the challenge is asking for. Because mini challenge is always funny. It's never been like, it's always funny. And I just think, you know. It just show it, it, it for some people it works and then others it doesn't. Yeah. Shell is on shares that he was a champion beaver trapper back in the day
0: and tells Brooklyn he is a, is a good beaver and then just leaves. That was editing, right? There's more. Yeah. Couldn't have been that bad. No, she literally was just like, okay, I came in. Okay, beaver. Okay, bye. And finally, Vivian arrives with an Australian accent, John Waters pencil stash, and a rat tail. Her mom is Australian. Her dad is a sewer rat. Her name? Josephus Mingus Ritas heard his best pickup line: "Do you come around here?" And then glances. Mm. This was so cringy and so hilarious. Um, and then the best line: "Does anyone tell you your eyes are like water coolers? I want to stand around them and talk about
1: other things." I <laughs> how brilliant that was! I hate how brilliant that was. It literally. I, she had the best moments of this episode for me. Like so genuinely dumb so genuinely endearing but like in on the joke and i love it um are you going to use that pickup line god no (laughs) well i mean why not i'm um i i because one i know (laughs) yeah
0: um even do you come around here you're not gonna try that one
1: no but i may use the you can take the guy out of dildo but you can't take the dildo out of the guy that one i'm right here
0: look see. at irma doing well um yeah this was very very funny there really was only one option for a winner here and it was miss Vin- vivian van Der Poes, and she wins a 2500 dollars gift card to shoe freaks
1: Ugh, do you like shoes i love shoes the prizes this season
0: i know and and the queens in america get nothing um uh, how the funny how things change yeah for this week's maxi challenge brooklyn says that there is only one thing that makes her happier than seeing one queen on stage it's two they will lip sync for their life in pairs they will be working together to create an unforgettable performance to songs by rupaul now brooklyn is ready for chaos and tells them to partner up and says "Just go we're going to have Vivian paired with Giselle. Bombay and Fierce are a match made in hell, but hell is fun. Boom Boom and Kimmy are the mini-team. Chaos and Chezelon pair up, and that leaves Irma and Jada as the leftovers. Interesting pairs.
1: Yeah, I was, I honestly thought more, I thought what's-her-face. I thought fierce Delicious was going to pair up with the what's-her-face. The one who won the last week's challenge. Yeah, they were friends. Oh, yeah. But they were together last week. So I guess they would have wanted to change it up. But like, I really thought they were going to aim to work together and be like, we're going to redeem ourselves because we are steamrolling the with some bullshit. But it was smart that they switched it up a little bit, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, what is the strategy going into this kind of challenge? Not knowing anything aside from lip sync? Do you want to be better than your partner? Do you want to have a good partner? Uh, what, what is the strategy if you were one of them?
1: For me, as I would see the challenge brief, I would think that I would need to highlight my partner's strengths and my strengths, and use what we don't know how to do for each other, like kind of like how Jada Shada was like, okay, well, you're white and flat and you can't twerk, but I can twerk. So let's do like, that was like, Mm -hmm. I would go down that mindset of let's highlight each other's strengths, hide the weaknesses, learn from each other and just 50-50 it because yes you want to win challenges and you want to outshine your partner and you want to look like you're the winner and you're the greatest person. But at the same time, it, where we are in this competition, it's only what we three. Like you need to like mm-hmm. make sure you're at least staying afloat and you can shine right solo when that time comes in the future. Because it's not a group challenge. It's not like a big nope. group challenge where you need to shine out. It's a synergy challenge. You need to work together.
0: So if this was week one of Iconic, Mm-hmm. And you were asked to pair up with someone for a lip sync
1: duet. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick? Picked? Audrey Phoenix, hands down. Hands okay, down. Good, good choice. Hands um, down. And what song would you have picked? Out of the Rue songs? Yes. um,
0: Probably Adrenaline. Yeah, good song. Good choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, Vivian, as the winner of the mini challenge, is going to get to assign the songs. And you would think that's just like an easy task. That shouldn't be problematic. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a little time to work in the workroom to plan before meeting Brooklyn for some lip-sync coaching with a special guest. And I bet every single one of those motherfuckers were like, "Oh my God, RuPaul's gonna be here!"
1: <laughs>
0: you know that you're like, that's what they all thought. They didn't even no. get like the, the 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 a step down from RuPaul. They got like first out, bitch.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll get to her soon. All right. The Queen's Gathering Couches to determine who's going to get which song, and the options are Adrenaline, Peanut Butter, Feel Like Dancing, Let the Music Play, and Throw Your Hands Up. I don't know Feel Like Dancing and Throw Your Hands Up. I've never heard those before this episode.
1: I've heard of Feel Like Dancing because that's a song I think she released with Michelle Visage, and I wanted to hear Michelle singing. Um, I was kind of shocked that, not shocked, but I thought all of the songs were going to be duets, like, and that was going to be like the the struggle is that some of the songs only have one line, and other songs, they're 50-fit like that, I thought was going to be the mm-hmm. challenge. Um, Because, like, I was expecting to hear Lollipop featuring Lady Bunny and others, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. there are other Rue songs that have like, she did the song with, she has other duets. So, like, when there were yes. straight fall songs, I was like, that's kind of funny. That's weird. Okay, Very that's choice. That's something as a drag queen or another drag queen who's like, let's do a duet. I want to do the song by a solo artist. That's my pet peeve. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not a duet then; it's just right. Queen's doing one song,
0: and we will discuss. We'll get to see why um, songs that were only solo Roo were problematic. Mm-hmm. Bombay and Fierce say they want pe- like they would like peanut butter. Vivian will ask who else wants peanut butter, and J is like me. And if you saw Armor's face when she said when she raised her hand, um, she's like, "What are you doing to me? I did not agree to this. Why are you picking <laughs> peanut butter?" um adrenaline is desired by kimmy and i mean by chaos and shizelon as well as boom boom and kimmy vivian just does not want to be in this business but someone's gotta do it vivian is going to take throw your hands up when she's asked who wants to do let the music play literally crickets rue is watching y'all you're gonna be canceled if you don't want one of her songs
1: yeah
0: you'll never work in this industry again never vivian is just gonna make a decision and says y'all just be happy Kimmy and Lady Boobo get If You Like Dancing. Chaos and Shellazon Shell, Shell get Adrenaline. And she gives Irma and Jade a peanut butter. With Fierce and Bombay getting Let the Music Play. The face crack on those tall Toronto bitches. Boom. Uh, Vivian will say that she thinks they'll make a really good, delicious number. And the two of them think it was deliberate. And once again, this is a reminder. This is episode three. Three episodes in anything that doesn't go fierce's way means the world is over everyone's out to get her it's sabotage
1: yeah she's not she's representing the tink, the twink community <laughs>
0: every single episode is a problem yeah how does she have friends
1: I just, I can't believe it took three seasons for Canadian Drag Race to cast someone with drama. <laughs>
0: it's, it's insane, absolutely insane. Um, but as fierce is trying to come for Vivian, Boom, Boom Boom and Jada say, just don't bully her, and that's going to be a big word to throw around, and we're going to hear all that word a lot this episode. I don't like that word in this context because I don't think she's necessarily bullying. She's expressing her feelings yep. in a very passionate way.
1: I feel as though in my like, I was thinking that because I was like, it's not really bullying it's just very like expressive but then later on an the episode there was a sentence that once we get to it i will explain into detail why i think okay. there i just think they edited it to to make everyone look good which it, which looking at how drag race has produced other seasons i'm happy they decided to go this route because it makes everyone look better at the long run whereas yeah. if it was american drag race i'm sure there was a lot of things we did not see right The challenge
0: is about working in pairs, and it's time to connect and present a good story. We're gonna get a little bit of a montage to see the queens craft their content. Kimmy is feeling confident as they have a good connection, her and boom boom. Irma is scared, and while she knows that peanut butter goes with great with jam, it doesn't go with mayonnaise, aka Irma. At least she's aware.
1: I mean, yeah, she's aware it's it's yeah, you need to be self aware sometimes because as a track queen myself who can't twerk i mean there are things you can do to get around it and try to fake it but yeah comedy is always the best answer
0: irma knows she can't twerk. she is stiff as a board and jada will suggest that irma being the white girl who can't work play off her strengths jada is a choreographer so she will make that move easy and she will find the funny moments where irma will try to twerk and jada will be the one who will do the choreo now chaos and shell are both excited for adrenaline chaos is having fun but they are two totally different people as chaos starts to try to get out of her mind she says that she's only she's been so emotional insecure and damaged and holding everything in shelazan will say that she heard that chaos is first nations and i'm going to be like who told you because we didn't see that on screen we heard it in confessional did production tell you is this a forced conversation because what the content of this conversation was very important did it yeah. come naturally i think that's what key- i want to
1: know it's. I'm sure it was something produced, because even you see, there's that um, viral clip of, um, oh, what's her fucking name? The one that's on tour with Trixie and Katia right now. Kelly Mantle. What? Kelly Mantle. Yeah, Kelly Mantle doing her makeup, like, so you're just sitting there doing your makeup, and then they just bring up really traumatic shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, girl, what's that like? And you're just, like, trying to focus on your makeup. So <laughs> I would believe it. Like, it doesn't would not shock me. Yeah, well, Chaos
0: wanted to speak out and explain to her about what was going on in her head. She was scared. She tells Shelazan that she is Meti, but she doesn't know a lot about her Indigenous side as her family has shunned it over the years. Her grandpa was part of the generation where they would hide their Aboriginal status. And Chaos grew up doing a lot of Indigenous cultural things, but as she got older, it escaped her. She wants to be part of cultural events, but she feels like she's the only white person there. And Shelazahn is going to ask if she looks any whiter than she does, and she says no, but Chaos knows her features are, in fact, very white. She tells her at the end of the day, your experience is your own, and no one can define that except for you. You'll always miss something until you find it. And I was like, I don't like Shelazahn, but she's very smart. She's very intuitive. Why don't you like Shelazahn? Cause she is one of those people where I know how fake she is that there's nothing genuine coming out of her mouth because that attitude is so lackadaisical. I'm like, give me energy.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, honestly, I'm happy that Canada's drag race is taking the route of addressing these things and like absolutely diversity and like, they're actually like, cause it is really easy to like force drama and just like, but they they they're they're doing good. They're, 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 they're doing no,
0: this this was an important conversation because we've had indigenous um contestants before but they haven't had this kind of platform mm-hmm. because I think Alona verley was just going through a lot of emotional baggage on her own that she yeah. didn't have the moment to speak out and use the platform the way I know she wanted to. Chelsea mm-hmm. is a little more grounded. And she's used her platform through TikTok before, so she's used to being able to speak out. And she's going to mention that there are still people searching for where they belong, including the 60 Scoop survivors, which refers to a period of time in Canada from the 50s and 80s where there were policies in place that allowed child welfare authorities to scoop up children of Indigenous families, place them in foster homes to be adopted by white families, and basically be taught about Canadian and European white culture. There are estimated 20,000 indigenous children who were scooped up during this time period.
1: That's disgusting.
0: Vile. Damn. Um, and we just get a clip of it. But she, all she needed to say was 60 scoop for people mm. to now go do the research. Mm. That's huge. You we don't weird. get that often on this show. Mm. So good for Shelazan for talking out about it. I want to know more about it because it's obviously not something we know about here, but let's be real. It probably happened. Mm. Cause this is something that happened similar in Australia as well. Um, where indigenous children would be taken uh, from their families. Uh, so if it's going on in Australia and it's going on in Canada, it's got to probably happen in here too.
1: Damn. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Chaos has a history in her life that she hasn't processed or learned more about, and it's something she wants to continue to learn about. Um, And it's unfortunate that this is the final episode where the two of them can have this conversation. But I hope hope Crave is able to give them like a platform, let them talk about it. Like, I don't know, just history and culture in Drag Race is important, not just
1: queer history. There's more to it. Well, one year after the finale, they'll give them a special and she'll have 30 seconds if she shows up she may not show up but if she does show up (laughs) could you imagine if
0: if if american drag race like had history lessons like we had a couple with like the black lives matter that's it Mm -hmm. that's all we ever got
1: i mean i think it's because crave is not just a reality network is it i don't know that much about the network no but like because drag race is on vh1 i don't think we're ever going to get to that listen
0: i bet there are people who would start a gofundme for a future contestant to just mention the word fracking on drag race
1: you're lying there is you imagine
0: no i'm sure there could be like there would be people who would support that gofundme Mm -hmm.
1: or like what if every runway look had a different letter like F, R, A? (laughs)
0: see that would be probably you couldn't do that because it would be eliminated after the f
1: they wouldn't know. How would You'd they have know? to get approved?
0: Everything has to get approved.
1: Yeah, but they didn't. What if it was like kind of like how Rose had Rose on her butt, but like if it was like not as obvious. That's fair. That's fair. Giselle and Vivian are laughing and having fun. Meanwhile,
0: in the mirror, she's getting daggers from Fierce, who hates Vivian in this moment. Literally, she said, I hate her.
1: You don't mm. know the bitch. Yes, she does. She's the girl who's out to get her because she was giggling every time. Bombay will tell us
0: that Fierce's attitude is all out of whack and is trying to get her to concentrate, but she just stares down Vivian.
1: I love how Bombay, when she walked over, she whispered, it was like,
0: save me.
1: Literally. (laughs) Giselle
0: thinks that Fierce was bullying Vivian. Like, she was bullying the gay guy in school. And she says, this is your sister, and this is a fucking show. See? Is Is Vivian the villain? No. No. Vivian's the lovable underdog. Hmm. She even has the all. I have to I hate it I hate it so much I hate <laughs> mallance I have to ask was fierce saying that she needed a pen and wanted the saboteur to get out of the way for real or was it for camera she can't be that extra she's got to be self aware
1: I don't know I, cuz I know people with that type of personality and sometimes that shit is real but also we have to remember they're all in a pressure cooker so it could also sure. just be the amount of pressure going on in her head and then for her to be like we're all going through this really hard challenge and you're going to put that much extra pressure on me like you must hate me
0: I know people that are very much trying to be comical and funny with lines like the saboteur where they're thinking in their head it's funny but when it comes out of their mouth it's like mean I, I'm, I'm wondering if Fierce is that kind of person where she just doesn't know her tone yet because she's young she's like 25 mm.
1: she's, she's, she's a child no, because I think if she was trying to be funny, like, later on when we do get the apology, I think she would have said I was just trying to be funny. But she never said that.
0: All right. Well, we're going to head to the main stage where the queens meet Brooklyn. And since they're in Paris, Brooklyn needs her roulette partner of choice forever. So please welcome to the stage Miss Vanessa Vanji Mateo.
1: Miss Baby. Now, Vanjie.
0: Now, Vanji shows up in flowers, reminds the kids that this is her ex-partner. Um uh- Banshee.
1: Banshee. Van- of all, well, all the contestants in the history of Drag Race, Vanji? Um. Well, she is so. She's a really good. I think it's because what call it, Drag Race Las Vegas, the Wow Show. She has. She just did. Like she's she's been doing a lot. She's doing the. All-Star yes, Derby listen. Tour, she's so. very
0: talented. At what she does, she's very good. At what she does, but there have been contestants on this show. Who should be sitting in judging chairs because they are brilliant and smart at drag? Mm. Vanjie's not good
1: at words. Yeah, but Vanjie's good at duetting and performing. Like That's she right. has. If you've seen the, um, if you go on the Vegas show website, her um performance, she uses like, she's one of the girls that uses all of the performers, but like actually works with each one of them. Like they pass her, but like they do individual yeah. dance moves. So like her or like Asia O'Hara, they're the ones who know how to do the. I, I I got to see uh
0: Vangie at the um the Fantastic Six of uh, 14 um mm-hmm. Pride show. She very she was very, very good. Um I'll actually get to see Asia O'Hara tomorrow um at the Work the World tour in Raleigh because that's where yeah. I'm looking at the moment. Uh, I hope it's a good cast. I don't know who's on it tomorrow, but I hope it's a good cast. Let's
1: I see. am we'll so mad. About. I really was gonna get tickets to the um the Rockefeller, the the the, the one in New York.
0: Yeah, because I didn't similar. know the
1: Rockettes were going to be there. Yeah, Radio City. That was fucking iconic. Uh, and Aquaria, Aquaria, we love Aquaria. No, I'm okay without seeing her, but the Rockettes are <laughs> great.
0: Um, yeah. So, what makes a successful lip sync? She says fucking your partner will help, if not a lot of chemistry, a lot of hate. Build and end on a bang. Mm. Um, have you hated your rouette partners before?
1: Um, I have had to work with people that I did not see eye to eye with or people that I would never have thought I'd work with before or want to work with.
0: But mm-hmm. like at the end
1: of the day, as long as you have the common bond or like the common, like you like find a common ground, it's fine. It's anything is possible. Yeah, But yeah, I've definitely worked with people I don't like. <laughs> Brooklyn tells them to use the whole stage, connect
0: with your audience and by audience, Ms. Vanji, because she's going to be judging them. Um, it's very interesting, fascinating that Vanjie for the coaching session is out in drag. Was well, she coming in for the judging? She's out of drag. Well,
1: I think that's more so because Brooklyn's supposed to be the only drag queen.
0: Well, I mean, listen, listen, listen. When we do Drag Race España, and we've had Shariza May and Alexis Mateo and Envy Peru, they're all in drag.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking Canadian. Different franchise. Diva. She's diva. Listen, honestly, if I was in Brooklyn's position and I had a special guest judge who was supposed to be up in there in drags I mean also devil not devil's advocate I don't like saying that but like other like seeing the other side of it I think it could also be the point that how much are they getting paid to judge like you paid me to be in drag once
0: yeah but why is Vanjie in drag for a coaching session That, that, that seems extra probably just to shock him yeah um, up first is Chaos and Shalazan. They are going to wear their wigs, and Shalazan's just gonna lose hers, and Chaos is just starstruck by Vanji. Uh, so Vanji's apparently her type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brooklyn tells Chaos to stop thinking so much and notes that they had some of Vanjie's Texas bucking moves, so Vanji gets up there and shows them how to really wind up. Are you able to do those Texas bucking moves? Um,
1: my knees are not as good as they used to, but I can do the winding and shit. Um, yeah. You know, you've seen me perform before. Can I dance? Sure. Yeah, you move. Yeah, I can
0: carry a beat. Yeah. They have to commit to it, and as Vanju says, if you're going to rob a bank, you don't just take ten dollars; you take all the fucking money. Kimmy and Boom Boom have worked together before, and Kimmy shows
1: that she can, in fact, move. And Boom Boom says that Kimmy is the best performer she's ever seen in her life. That's really just friends guessing up friends. That honestly yeah. had to have been like her being like, "This is my partner. I have to believe that she's the best thing in the world. Let's go with it."
0: They do their demo and it's very good. And Vanjie is living for the duck walk and you can see their chemistry is natural and Brooklyn is excited by it. Bombay and fierce delicious are up and Vanjie clearly was asked to ask how um, they got their song. And of course it's another moment of fierce delicious to throw Vivian another bus. And Vanji's like, tell me I'm off the drama now, mama.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're going to do their dance and Bombay drops fierce, but no queen was harmed in the making of this duet. Um, mm-hmm. they're both very tall. So that must have been a very long drop. That that, that probably hurt.
1: No, I've dropped no. them higher. I only am and what? Only broke a wrist. Yeah. Vanji thinks the drop
0: was a good gag, and Brooklyn isn't getting story, so she wants drama. And Bombay is like, I'm going to take notes and I'm going to incorporate them. Irma and Jade are up, and Brooklyn knows it's a strange pairing, but there is a lot of twerking, and Irma is so white, it's hilarious. Like she's
1: very white. Very, very painfully white.
0: Uh, Brooklyn was entertained until she had to have moments to shine, and Vanji just wants her to go all in. And finally, Giselle and Vivian are up, and they're quite good. And Vanji loves the kitty cat. Do you do the kitty cat? No. Mm, uh, Brooklyn says it's drunk aunt at a wedding and wants more disco, which is also drunk aunt at a wedding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I haven't been to a wedding in a long time.
1: I just went to my cousin's a couple like months ago. Wasn't I? I don't get it.
0: I don't get invited to weddings. It's really sad. Like I would be a good wedding deep. Someone invite me to a wedding? Come on.
1: It was the first wedding I got invited to in years, so I don't get invited to them normally either. It's
0: a new day, and Boom Boom is because tired because not she's married. No, yeah, gays are fucking mean. They're mean. Oh. Uh it's a new day. Boom Boom is tired because she stayed up rehearsing. Um, the question comes up about who has a boo thing back home. I do not. But Twinks, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm old. Hey, uh, hey uh. <laughs> boom, boom has a partner who partner who she's been talking to since she was 18 years old. And now is 25. Cause we just had to do the math there. Timmy is like, should we tell the story? Should we tell the story? She's going to reveal that boom, boom's boyfriend used to talk to her. They traded nudes when she thought perhaps boom, boom was no longer with him. And she's like, oh, what's he up to? And like, Oh my God, it's the same guy. And now we know Kimmy knows why Boom Boom is that loose. And Kimmy says it's massive. And Boom was like, it makes me look even more petite. (laughs) If you were Boom Boom's boy, Mm -hmm. you just got outed on international television. Do you think his DMs have been flooded since? He had to go to private.
1: Probably just went to private and called it a day. But, you know, honestly, there are worse things to be thrown out in public about. So your PP size is not the worst.
0: I want to discuss this story because there, I feel like there are either parts missing or the way they told it didn't quite make full sense. Mm-hmm. Kimmy knew him while Boom Boom was dating him, correct?
1: Yeah. She's so technically it,
0: cheating on Boom Boom.
1: That's what it sounded like, but okay. I'm thinking maybe it's more so it was probably like they were open or not as committed. Okay. Okay. In the beginning. And then I don't know where they got more serious yeah because i was like whether at such a young age they probably weren't taking it that serious but now that they're was, old like,
0: yeah okay. i was like is this an infidelity story that we're not that we're laughing about what is happening
1: and for next week's um, acting challenge the queens will be doing jerry springer <laughs>
0: literally um giselle has had a boyfriend for four years and hopes she can say fiance soon he changed her mm-hmm. life and changed how she's supposed to see love giselle wants a full-on italian wedding with a full band to follow her bridesmaids with the same dress on full-on parade something you know simple. Something simple. Um, I would like a big wedding on a beach.
1: I the colors are white plan.
0: and white and teal. Um, it's going to be gorgeous. Mm. Twinks, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We 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 can have a happy wedding. We can have like a beautiful gathering. There'll be lots of presents because we demand presents, and we're going to have the most ridiculous wish list ever. Mm. Um, I will find a drag queen to perform at it. Um. You know what? It's all going to be drag queens. It's going to be a lot of fun. Twinks, come on. It's like a drag show for a wedding. Aww. Uh, Dream on. Anyway. Fierce! You remember her? She's going to try to apologize to Vivian for being a little um, extra. And this gets Giselle to go off. She tells Fierce she was so unprofessional and she says she did ice cold shit. Giselle stands up for Vivian because she will never accept bullying. They can be bitchy drag queens, but to insult people to hurt them crosses the line for her.
1: This is why yes. I think mm. that there's stuff we didn't see because she made it sound like she made it personal and did personal attacks. And I yeah. think there were like side jabs or things off camera that she was doing that made it a little bit more personal and made it a little bit more unbearable. And that's why I think, that it was actual bullying. And that's why she said bullying, but because Canadians want to be nice and they don't want it to be that kind of drama. They just edited it out. Is it possible Mm
0: -hmm. that we're supposed to eventually warm up to Fierce because she might be a contender in the long run and this would tarnish that image for her? Oh,
1: 100%, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, Um, editing, it's a thing. And again, the word bullying is a massive accusation I understand that English might possibly be a second language for Giselle. It could be lost in translation. Um, But no one else jumped in to say no, not bullying, just being mean. So that's, you could be completely right that there was a lot of things taken away. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was a very interesting conversation here. But Fierce will claim that she thought Vivian was making little smirks at her and Bombay and her were even more upset. Vivian will as nicely as she can tell her that she wasn't even on her mind and her laugh and smirk were about her and not Fierce. Vivian will suggest that Fierce do the same and Giselle encouraged her to do better. Fierce knows she shouldn't have overreacted and taken her anger out and Fierce doesn't want to lose Vivian as a friend so now Viv has to scratch out the diary entry and start again. I like people like that who can make a joke out of an awkward uncomfortable conversation.
1: Mm, yeah. Do you, have
0: a, do you have a diary where you talk shit about people?
1: Um, I don't have a diary. I have a Finsta account that I just curse, put stories where I just curse a lot.
0: Did you curse out uh, Scout Saunders for being on the podcast more than you?
1: No. Scout mm. deserves it.
0: Scout, I don't know who the fuck you are. Stop getting ready for Gaga. Like, let get back on the podcast, motherfucker. Hmm. That bitch has seen Gaga twice. It's not fair. I'm not going to see her at all.
1: I've only seen her once.
0: I've never seen her ever. Uh, the, I saw the, um,
1: the, what do you call it? The same monster yeah. one.
0: Oh, well, if, listeners, if anyone would like to get me a ticket to go see Lady Gaga, I will go. I will fly to wherever you t- send me and go see her.
1: That's now. Please.
0: All right, let's head to the runway where Brooklyn is sizzling in that black and gold belt number and that short hair. She was sexy. We've got Tracy Melcher, but no Brad Goreski. And sitting in, we have Hollywood Jade and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, who is out of drag. Uh, I'm just going to say, Hollywood Jade, if they need a replacement for someone, put Hollywood Jade on this panel. Very good. Very, very
1: good. Very, very good. Knew what to say, when to say it. Didn't give a fuck just said mm-hmm. it wasn't what it was.
0: All right. We're going to start off with the duets and then move on to the runway. So first up is Shelazon and Chaos doing Adrenaline. They're both doing their prairie cowboy shtick, but neither of them are on the same ranch. Uh, they are living in their own worlds. Chaos was really dominating the start, then Shelazan was there. And I think what happened, and this goes back to the song being a solo, doing a solo part with the solo part was the downfall of their number because it was an energy killer.
1: There was no way to make them. To inter- the song wasn't about interacting with someone. It was about being a solo person. Right. So that didn't work. And, you know, it was giving like, <laughs> it was giving like if it was one of the h two Ho shows and Britta called out. So instead of three queens, it was just two queens. That's what it was giving. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, when they did move into the duet part,
0: yeah, they were in different vibes, different matches of energy. on had complete fear in her face. With Hollywood Jade literally saying, find your rhythm, that was all of us watching. Yeah. We're like, come on, that do better. Was
1: honestly the minute they he was saying that out loud. I was like, oh, could she hear mm-hmm. him? Could she hear him?
0: Yeah, this was not a ticket for a show I wanted to see. And what I found most fascinating was you had this beautiful conversation about and and bringing that culture into their lives. The worst part about their choreography was they could not do the tribal moves at the end they couldn't do it
1: no <sighs> yeah bad
0: next time Boom never boom. actually like
1: got near each other or ever interacted they stayed in their own lanes literally
0: ah <sighs> lady boom boom and kimmy couture i feel like dancing um they both looked so scrumptious and orange very delicious mm-hmm. their height was the same they are tiny people i love that for them they may not have always been in sync, but they were certainly a pair. They they made sense as a duo. They were in the same show. They were in the same energy. The duck walk thing was what made this number fun. Their mm. energy was high, and it was a number for a tour.
1: Perhaps, yeah, sure.
0: perhaps this was all. This was was a trial for the tour when they get to do the duet numbers on the tour. Probably so. Um congrats to halal and miss mosu you're an automatic duo oh <laughs> yeah all right um bombay and miss fierce delicious let the music play um i love that they're trying to be celine dion and courage with their looks um they're both very tall and they're both very bad at lyric analysis
1: it was just really awkward cuz like I got that they were trying to make me like the Caddy sisters or like the Caddy like oh they're going to fight because they want the spotlight. I get that. But like this this story didn't match up with the song period. Nope. The on- the only part that was great about the entire performance was the final gag. That was yep. it.
0: Um yeah, it's a hard song to do. No co- story, no concept. The reveal moment was not a reveal. It was literally them trying to pull the skirts off of each other which didn't read as rivalry mm-hmm. um but yeah is Bombay okay she flew when she did that fake out catch um I heard that tumble
1: but the part that what made me what I'm thinking is what was more important was it the fact that they were more cohesive and working together to tell a story or was chaos and um the first performance more better because they sucked at working together but they actually performed right to the song so it's it's it. it
0: I think you could have infused very like simple dance moves into mm. Let the Music Play mm. that still would have had energy. Like You can do slower dance moves, but still be in sync. They just weren't in sync. Now i got Jada Shada Hudson and Irma Gerd doing Peanut Butter. Um, I think it's time we can retire this song. We're done. Like, Jinx has done beautiful with it. These two did great with it. We're
1: done. No more Peanut Butter, please. Yeah, I mean, no... That's not how the RuPaul Empire was.
0: RuPaul has enough content now that she don't need the residuals for peanut butter. She can use other songs.
1: The RuPaul Cinematic Universe only has three albums, and that is all they're allowed to use. This was very smart in their storytelling. They worked uh, well, perceived
0: to be a hurdle into their comedy. I wish their color stories matched a little more, but that's fine. This was the Jada show with Irma as a guest star. Really, really was. I thought Irma doing the big Frida part was fucking brilliant.
1: It was she genial. was so
0: good. Um, she's very good with words. Um, mm-hmm. Either she knew the song or she was able to pick it up good, but she, she embodied it. Um, I wish I could twerk.
1: Yeah, twerking looks like so much fun.
0: Yeah, never never again. It's okay. Finally, Vivian Vanderpuss and Giselle Lullaby, throw your hands up. Giselle is very good at the art of lip sync. Very, very, very good. Um, they had a lot of fun. They leaned into their uh, skill set, which was being very white. Mm-hmm. Um, Vivian was the number two in this number, and Giselle finally got her coming out moment in this episode, which is interesting, because the first two episodes was like, who is she? In this episode, she's a good performer and also very passionate about bullying. That's what I've learned about Giselle so far. Uh, but and if, if anything, their performance was very infectious. I would like to watch them perform that live.
1: She's giving, like, Canadian um courtney act and i'm kind of living for it like she's getting that short narrative where she's yeah. very like i'm pretty fashion great like looks good and then like oh no but we need to be friends and i'm like yeah bitch let's be friends yeah. yeah
0: i like it all right category is sleeves in honor of the runway we are going to play long sleeves or tank top oh god jada Shada hudson hair by wig zaddy look by leland shoes by shoe freak nails by Chlor beauty so is she just like a gold Teletubby hu- Hustler? Like, it's the headpiece. If it wasn't there, I might have gotten behind this look, but it is a no for me. The sleeves are watches. It's a clever idea. I just wish it was a little more cohesive. There's just not much going on that you barely notice that the gold... There's just, no, there's a lot going on that you barely notice that the golds on the jacket and the leotard
1: are from two different color families. Oh, I think it's long sleeve. I liked it. I would definitely... I It's something I could see myself wearing. You, I, I, yes, I could see that as well.
0: Um, I mean, I would have a, worn
1: different hair and a different bodysuit, but that it's
0: Teletubby ever- hair.
1: It was cute, though. It was it. it gave it gave a different silhouette, and I think that's the one thing when it comes to drag race, no matter what. As long as you somehow change up the silhouette, and if it looks presentable and cohesive, which it it being loud and crazy, I think that's why I think I forgave the two different cold tones. It just mm-hmm. it still sold. It she sold it for me. Um, for me it's a tank top. For me it's long sleeve.
0: Audience agrees with you. Sixty one percent long sleeve, thirty nine percent tank top. Er look by garbage fire. This is just so silly. She's a jellyfish. Not a bad thing. Just an observation. Her beat this week reminded me of Clarice Dubois Hart. Yeah. Very flat. Um The baby pink and purple work well together. The lavender hair is very cute. I'm not inspired by this look, but I think it's smart and different concept that no one else would have created.
1: I mean, I've seen this type of... I. Um, if you go to Aja's Instagram, she recently wore something. She also wore something like this on her season. Um, I love the sleeves. I just don't like that the base of the dress is kind of the afterthought. A lot yeah. of these girls did that though. So I'm willing to forgive it, forgive it on that. Like if you look at the cast as a whole, a lot mm-hmm. of the girls like didn't care about the base, just the sleeve. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Like it's, I forgive it for that reason. But um, yeah, I have no real problems with it. It's a long sleeve.
0: I'll give it a long sleeve as well. And the audience, 74% long sleeve, 26% tank top. Miss Fierce-alicious, look by Lucy Mew, designed by Eve6000, hair by Wig Chapel, jewels by Nina Spade, uh, not sure why we wanted to revive Reveliana, but go off. Um, mm-hmm. I think the clown look is very different. Her uh, look, it's Bianca Del Rio's little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the colors and the elements of it. I dig that she's showing skin and yet it's not in a scandalous way um, because someone like her can show skin and it's sexy, but this was not like sexy. This was fine. Um, the sleeves are like circus tents. They're fun. I just don't love the contour on the clown white with the Pennywise red lips. Like It was kind of scary looking. I mean,
1: I see the problem is, I don't like personally, if you're going to do like a reveal or a storyline, they have two chances to film this runway. If the Canadian does it the way America does it, you have two chances. I don't know that for a fact. But if they do, they do. I just the first reveal was fine. The last reveal for me, like it just was muddy. And that kind of pissed me off. But if we look at the look as a standalone by itself, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it is, this was a very strong week of runway looks where everyone kind of like played on the same level. Mm-hmm. So like if we look at, at the group as a whole, I kind of don't like it because I, again, the base does it there. It, it could have had more, mm-hmm. but it, I did appreciate the callback because I feel like a lot of the other drag race franchises do callbacks to other seasons of American drag race. They don't ever necessarily do callbacks to their own season. So it's their own franchise. So I, I did appreciate that. Brooklyn says there were moments
0: she really enjoyed it in her number, and then there were moments where the story was missing, and neither of them were lip-syncing in moments. Tracy says that they thought they had a slow song that challenges only as big as obstacle that they make it. Hollywood Jade says he wishes the, that instead of looking, at it as a hindrance, that they looked at it as they were the only ones doing a mid-tempo, and that automatically makes them stand apart. And Vanjie says she looks gorgeous, and she looks beautiful. I'll give the look a long sleeve.
1: I'll give the look a long sleeve, too.
0: Audience, 58% long sleeve, 42% tank top. Bombay, hair by Wig Zaddy, look by Jeff Christensen. This is a hard one because yes, the hair does go around the arms and makes an illusion of a sleeve, but does a sleeve need to originate from a shirt? I don't know the definition of a sleeve. Costume people, let me know what the full definition of a sleeve is. That being said, regardless, it's a unique concept though. I wish we would have seen um, something a little more than a black leotard. She has legs and she wants to show them that they are long. Naomi Small is long, but there was so much negative space between the boot and the leotard that like, I wish it was a. um fine. Give me a pleaser. I would
1: have been okay with it. I, uh, okay. I, when I first, so I saw this look before I saw the runway and before I saw the episode. So when I saw the hair, I was like, oh my goodness, they finally have like a hair runway challenge. I'm so excited and then it was sleeves and I was like okay like if the hair I think if the hair like was more of a sleeve like if it like looked like like it was more like less negative space like Mm -hmm. that like or like somehow like crocheted together or somehow like like something to make it like a real sleeve sleeve I would have been more into this look or if the bodysuit was more it's just it didn't the hair for me and especially i think the other thing was in the photo when she photographed it there were no hair clips on it and i think mm-hmm. i liked the way that looks better it's just something about the execution on the runway of, to me looked lazy how did she get into it not it didn't look that hard just put the hair it just, just, just or i think probably it was wrapped it around though I, I she
0: must have had to have a little help because it was kind of structured um Brooklyn asks how she felt about her performance and she says as long as they made her laugh at the end. Brooklyn said it was funny and committed at the end and she tells her that she can go smaller with her makeup. And I was like really? Smaller? What, what are you trying to get her to do?
1: Smaller with the makeup? It's I different shapes. She needs to make better color choices.
0: Yeah. Um, Hollywood Jade says that the lip sync is a key to drag and there were moments where it was completely left. He is getting black hair show back in the 90s meet Sailor Moon on the runway. Angie says the performance was not the best, but she looks good. And Tracy's living for her runway look. I think it's a fun concept. I'll give it a long sleeve.
1: Uh, I'm going to give it sleeveless. Tank top. The whatever, tank top.
0: <laughs> Audience, 83% long sleeve, 17% tank top.
1: In this case, bodysuit.
0: That was <laughs> on the No designers listed. Uh, she finally figured out drag on the runway. Uh, I love the blue and purple combo on the ribbon and the hair. The nude is not perfect, but I can actually accept it. It's the execution of the sleeves, the literal point of the runway, and it hurts the look. They were just so puffed. I wish if they were just a little smaller, it would have been fine.
1: I just didn't like the hair with this dress because I feel like this kind of dress since it was supposed to be... I think if the hair was slicked back, the volume and the proportions would have made a little bit more sense to me. But like the hair melted into the puffiness of the sleeve, and I just didn't like that. But like the 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 runway, like the look. This was one of my more favorite looks, though. However, yeah, did like this was like one of my more of my top toots. of the week. Would you wear something like that? I would not the color story and not the poof. I I think I would have liked it more if there weren't poofs there and she yep. focused more on the ribbon. Yeah. Yep.
0: Before they even get to say a word, Shalazan wants to clarify where she stands with the judges and bitch, I thought she was about to quit. Um, but she says coming into this, she was nervous because she's not a dancing queen. Brooklyn says it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. She, she says that her and Chaos switched about halfway through with the outfit. She loves pastel, but it's tricky with the new illusion with the skin tone. She loves that she celebrates her culture. Nanji says she was confident the day before. Tracy says that with the song like Adrenaline, she wanted to have that shot. And Hollywood gets the desire to explain herself and give disclaimers, but he wishes she didn't because his statement was that he believes her more in the pairing. This is why you don't say shit, friends. I'll give it a long sleeve. Um, I'm going to give it a long sleeve. Audience, 58% long sleeve, 42% tank top. Next up is Chaos Look by Last Minute Call Girl, Nails by Hayden Lee, Hair by Chaos. Her name is Chaos. And like this look, it was Chaos. So I at first I was like, okay, so she's trying to be like what, Jasmine and Aladdin? Then she reveals into Disco share vibes. And I was like, actually, that's the beautiful thing. Um, this is just one of those cases, future drag racers. Not everything needs to be revealed.
1: Yeah, not everything at all needs to be revealed. And I feel like that's kind of it's the same thing that I didn't like about Fear Solicious is it was like, had we not had all those messy reveals? I think yeah. it would have been a perfectly fine outfit just the way it was, but yeah. because yeah. this is chaos, I loved it and I would be happy to see it again on my bedroom floor. Thank you.
0: There it is. Brooklyn asks how she's feeling and she says very disappointed in herself this week. She's socially awkward and she doesn't know how to talk to someone and working as a group was a challenge for her. Vanji will say that she used to talk so eloquently, ele- ele- eloquently. Yes, yeah, She said that twice. Um, RuPaul told her how to feel and speak the way you want to. Literally. Tracy says when she came out, she got adrenaline, but it petered out and Brooklyn will compare her to the dance parties with the headphones where they're just dancing and no one's interacting and that's what she got from it. In regards to the runway, she wishes she didn't have the reveal. And speaking of, you know, floating dance parties, if you're in the DC area, I don't know the date, but go find Glenn North and his Instagram. There's a floating dance party coming to your town very soon. Um, go do it. It's a lot of fun.
1: Hashtag this
0: not sponsored. Not sponsored, but I love you, Glenn. Uh tank top for me.
1: Um, I'm going to say... I want to say long-sleeved. So I'm going to say long-sleeved. All right. But those sleeves were sewn back on primarily because I want to fuck chaos. So they were sewed so, so on sleeves.
0: Audience, 30% long sleeves, 70% tank top. There, the Post. Look, by Jenny Mummery. Uh, this is why drinking from contaminated bodies of water is bad for you. Mm. This was so camp and cre- creepy and whimsical. The tiny hands in the sleeves is one thing, but having tiny hands as the tentacles—not for me. Too, too far. Too scary. The cut of the dress is cool, but how it was constructed, where the waist does not line up, my OCD was freaking the fuck out. She did fix it in post in the in the picture she posted. Um... I think this is only a concept that I think the only other person could, who could rock this would be someone like Katya. And mm-hmm. I'm shocked that Katya didn't come with it first.
1: I'm just happy Brooklyn made the Doonies reference from SNL because that's what it was I giving.
0: Oh, fully. Absolutely. She know it too. Um, Tracy enjoyed her team effort. Hollywood Jade says her lip sync out of everyone was the most cohesive. He adores the look and is getting scary movie man's wife. Brooklyn says she felt she got lost in the choreography and was looking over it to Giselle here and there, but overall was a great show.
1: Long sleeve. This is a look. This was a moment. Long sleeve. She definitely like, said, oh, you want sleeves, bitch, I'm going to give you sleeves. Audience,
0: 75% long sleeve, 25% tank top. Giselle Lullaby. Look by Emma Deja Vu. Hair by Stéphane This de Césaire. How two Canadians did a tiny hand look is beyond me. She's a freaky deaky space alien actress. Oh wait, that's alien, uh, Rita Bega. No, um, the pink bodysuit with the harness is cute, but the puff sleeves with the arms is the real story. Mm. I love her beat. This is so stupid.
1: I really like Giselle. I think I'm warming up to Giselle a lot. I think we're, it's slow burn because in the beginning I was like, okay, she's a drag queen. What's her like? What I don't get it, but like, she's starting to grow on me. Hollywood Jade says the movement complimented them both well.
0: Brooklyn says the choreographer was a bit simplistic and would have loved a little more use of space, but really enjoys her drag. And it's like, you just needed to get negative critiques in here because I don't understand why they weren't in the top, but sure. Mm. This was a long sleeve. Long sleeve for sure. Audience, 83%. Long sleeve, 17%. Tank top. Next up, Kimmy Couture. Look and hair by Kiki Ko. I like the black and gold. I like the elements of it. This is a sleeve challenge. I hate the sleeves. They do I not fit it, her yeah, like, whatsoever. Nope. Next. It looks like her tights. Worn. Yeah. If you are going to call out Shelazan for not matching the nude, girl, those were tan. Those yeah. tights were tan. Match, please. This fit was not fitting and it ruined the illusion for me.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't understand. It looks like the sleeves were just like shoe boxes that were added on last minute. Yeah, it was arts and crafty.
0: Um, this is a tank top for me.
1: And it honestly, it literally, for me, it looks like she like had leftover metal from the goddess's runway. Yeah. And like, just like took those parts and put them on black fabric. Um, it's a tank top for me too.
0: Audience, what are you doing? 70% long sleeve, 30% tank top. Lady Boom Boom, look by Poe, hair by and sculptor de Césaire. Those sleeves really never end. Because she is so, so petite, this was a very smart look. Even though it's orange, it's still giving you punk in like a Billie Eilish way. Mm. Um, it's an easy concept, but the fact that she was able to let the arms and sleeves roll and unravel as she walked, I thought that was very smart. I don't think we got the credit that Lady Boom Boom deserved in this moment.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was really funny and I also like how she like made it fashion in the beginning and then was like oh no fuck I tripped oh no fuck I'm getting twined like that was really funny I really was very love good. that um it's a long sleeve for me it's a long sleeve for me because you see this is the one the one look that I like the most I think because even though it was simple it was simple it was the whole like it was a full picture I agree you know I mean?
0: audience 67% long sleeve 33% tank top now Brooklyn decides to call Jada Shada Hudson, Irma Gerd, Lady Boom Boom, Kimi Couture as the tops, but the winner of the week,
1: Jada Shada Hudson. Do you agree? To her, out of all of the duets, she was the strongest duet partner, I think. and also, I but, think it should have gone to either, if you're going to do a winner, do it to the two of them. No, they said there was going to be only a one-person kind of challenge. They made it very uh, clear from the get-go.
0: I hate that. Uh, well, she wins $5,000 gift certificates at Fabricland. That's a lot of fabric you can buy.
1: And it's smart she, because she could steal some fabric before she goes home. I so know. She can buy That's a lot of and, fabric. And, and, and she can actually have good looks again. Oh, Match get, that gold. Yeah.
0: Uh, that means Vivian, Giselle, Bombay, Miss Fierce, Licious, Chaos, and Sheldon are in danger this week. I, I understand you need to have the six. That's the structure of the show. You have six on the bottom. Um, Giselle and, and Vivian were just casualties of the sex. They were, they should not be <laughs> considered bottoms. Well, backstage, the bottoms do return and fierce is a sad clown. Bombay says they didn't take their pair, but uh, didn't like their pair, but they found the end funny. She says the negative feedback doesn't hurt her as she was raised by brown parents. It wasn't until she was seven that she realized her name wasn't you idiot.
1: I actually screamed out loud when she said that it was so brilliant. Funny. That was so funny. Um, I like Bombay. I need more Bombay. I like Bombay, but I feel like they only cast her because Priyanka won. It's giving Maybe. that.
0: Yeah, Giselle decides to help celebrate Jada's first win, and she feels correct. Um, Shilazan though is crying as her critiques were a lot. She says she feels stupid, and Chaos says that it was really hard as they got the worst critiques out of everybody bombay is going to tell her that she does not get to call herself stupid because her drag is impactful and smart she reminds her of what she is wearing and what it represents shellison says that the pressure to try to live up to a perfect thing is hard when she fucks up she feels it i feel that all the Mm -hmm. time chaos says that she loves her and out of everything she is happy with her bond that she got with her The conversation is now going to turn to who will be lip-syncing and Fierce will say everyone had good moments and bad moments. Now, whether it was happening during this conversation or the editors pulled a very quick one and went straight to the Tiny Hands couple, what a total shift. That was fucking hilarious.
1: It really made me scream. I mean, honestly, it probably was the editors just doing their magic because it was like like drama, drama, drama.
0: Zoom over and they're having like patty cake
1: I feel like if it actually did happen in the real time at the same time that fierce delicious would have like stormed and like because if she got so upset about the song choice that would have probably pissed her off too so there's no way it happened at the same time fierce delicious would so not have funny. let that happen
0: um, they're playing with each other and their little hands it was so stupid but like I feel like if any of us had those tiny hands on we would do the same thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's just natural tiny hands are fun You're so fun. The judges have decided that Vivian, Giselle, Bombay, and Chaos are safe, leaving Miss Fierce Alicious and Shellazon as the bottom two. This was weird. I thought we were, again, I wanted two winners as a team. I thought we were going to get two bottoms as a team. I really thought it was going to be Chaos and Fierce and Shellazon. I'm shocked about Fierce Alicious being there.
1: I'm not shocked. I thought it was appropriate. I was excited, like, not excited, but I I was like,
0: what I will say is I think storyline, we were done with Shela's on. We got everything we could have gotten out of her and they needed to send her home. And I don't think chaos would have been the one to be able to send her home.
1: No, I think chaos would have been able to send her home. The dance choreography challenge chaos was the more high energy, but not with this song. It was a ballad. Still. It's the TikTok battle,
0: the battle of the TikTokers. Um, the song is Don't Call Me Baby by Creesha Turner. Now, I've never heard this song, but I kind of love it. It was a really I never good heard song. it either,
1: but it was a good song twice. Um,
0: and it was h- hilarious that um, Fierce is like, I don't want to do a ballad. And she gets another ballad for the lipsing. There was a lot of emotion to kick off this performance, but Fierce just had that fight. And it almost felt like Shell is almost ready to go.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I have to be after the amount of lip syncs that Drag Race has been pumping into us, I d- now am insecure about what I think about their lip sync for your lives because I'm like I think one way and then Drag Race is just like well, but this is what we want. So do you
0: think if I put out a petition to say show us the side by side, people would sign it and World of Wonder would do something about it?
1: I think that I the lip syncs need to be they need to at least on their YouTube channel at the end of the episode post the entire listing as like one wide shot because it's getting to be ridiculous i'll i'll what I, I mean listen if you want to put it as a
0: wow presents plus like extra feature series yeah. you will get people That's to buy it. into
1: it um also like, like even i think there's uh her name's bussy queen she does that youtube mm-hmm. series yes she, it was her or someone else i forgot who it was but they actually like did a whole series on they showed you the amount of time the screen time each person got during a lip sync yeah. and like it was wild like there were there were certain contestants like you only saw her for 10 seconds but you saw the other girl for a minute and 30 seconds so it's yeah. wild
0: yeah i i i agree i mean if i had more time i probably would do more content like that because mm-hmm. at, at this point i'm not going to um my own horn too much but i feel like i've watched the show and, uh, uh, and analyzed it enough that i could be considered a drag race historian like i i mm-hmm. analyzed the show to that point but it's 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 evident like the editors have a very heavy hand when it comes to how the show is produced and how we are affected by it it's reality tv it happens on all the shows
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's just i don't think there's any other fandom that has this close of an eye i no, know yeah style competition
1: and that's saying a lot because big brother they give them this 24 hour feeds and cameras I, mean, I think i think yeah the top two crazy fandoms would be drag race and big brother
0: i i there there are times that i have to just remove myself from big brother because i just can't i can't
1: don't you I even can't. get me started on how they're treating taylor we'll get to that another time
0: insane well in the end fierce stays shells on eliminated are you ready for some burning questions? Yeah. What is Zahn's legacy?
1: She's the two spirit
0: queen of our dreams. I think Shelazan was important for the show to have to be the voice, mm-hmm. but her drag sucked.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, Canadian, what I've figured out with Canadian Drag Race is their casting. They're not looking for someone who is an American drag queen, they're looking for someone right. who is an excellent performer and well-rounded. And, and I think that houses. goes back
0: to a lot of feedback that I've been getting from people watching the show and saying they're not connecting, they're not connecting. It, this one's definitely not made for us. It's made for Canada. It's made for the mm-hmm. people of Canada. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there are franchises who cater into the Americanized style of drag, but mm-hmm. this is a celebration of Canada and the artistry of Canada. And that's just what this show is going to do first and, and focus on. Fuck yeah. Next week, another
1: design challenge. Thank God. Who are you worried about? Um, I'm worried about chaos, not because they don't know how to sew, because clearly they know how to sew. I just think the anxiety is getting to them and the fact that their partner oh, yeah. went home is not going to be like, is going to go to their detriment. But yes. like in like, a real, like making things, I think, I know we just said, oh, Fierce are it looks like they're producing Fierce Delicious to like have a redemption arc. But Fierce Delicious, we saw, designing is not their thing so no
0: no i i'm worried for her um yeah i mean it really it really depends on what kind of materials they get
1: from the reactions in the boxes i think it's for what we can get from the preview that they barely gave us anything but i think it's going to be very like it's not going it's going to be fabric but it's going to be like scraps it's not going to be anything malleable
0: it's the return of Jimbo on the panel. Yay. Are you excited?
1: I fucking love Jimbo. I really, I honestly hope that they do a Canadian All Stars just to have Jimbo do it one more time. I love Jimbo so much. Jimbo should have won UK versus the world. Listen, next to listen.
0: Jimbo is the cl- drag clown of our dreams. Jimbo's not going anywhere. We're going mm-hmm. to see Jimbo many times. Don't worry. Don't worry. Good. After three episodes, the winner of the season is?
1: I'm going to say Lady Boom Boom.
0: Okay, that's a possibility. I don't want to say this, but I really think there's only one queen right now who's being set up to be not only liked, but is given good placements, except for last week. Mm -hmm. Jada Shida Hudson. I can see it. High bottom win. She's doing well and and she's very respected by the judges. So I could see Jada winning. I'm not sure mm-hmm. that's who I'd like to win. I love Giselle. She just mm-hmm. hasn't given us anything yet.
1: But there's still a lot of time. There's still a lot of time. We don't, haven't seen anything. It's only in the third episode. It's true.
0: Well, Zalika, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got to plug?
1: You can find me at Zalika, nyc the Z's and Zebra A's and Anal L's and Looking Eyes and Incest Gaze and Kangaroo. A is enough, but NYC is in the city we're in right now. On Ben Moas, tip the drag queen, tip my, my pee pee, the drag queen, like my job. I am going to be in New Hampshire in September, hosting a pride event featuring Sherry Vine and drag race stars. It's going to be wonderful with Megami. Um, I'm hosting Hot Mess every month at House of Yes. So it's a drag competition if any baby queens are listening and want to do some drag and win some money. Um, Sunday brunch at So Rose working i have things coming out of my butthole wild projects i'm working on so yeah everything will be on instagram though amazing well thank you so much for being here thank you for having me i feel like i'm like the sleeping beauty of this podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> a huge thanks to zalika for coming on Subscribe subscribing your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there and don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.